All right. Welcome back, Beast Game Podcast. And intermediate story for The Witcher, which is Witcher, like, whatever the heck it's called, Blood something, Blood Season, Blood Dragon. Blood Origin. Blood Origin. Played The Witcher games, have not really watched the show, but I know last season for The Witcher was not very well liked. And then you have this situation with Henry Cavill, lead character, Geralt of Rivia. He is now leaving it because of his disapproval of that previous season and how the writers are treating the character and just kind of a whole bunch of other BS. And he thought he was going back to Superman, <laughs> but, but that's not happening. Netflix decided to do Witcher story, uh, Witcher story, <laughs> like <laughs> prequel set in the Witcher story. Yeah. Um, so so a, a Witcher universe story. Keith, how do you feel about whatever the heck this thing is? I feel betrayed. You feel of like all I'm people betrayed. who love the Witcher game, you will uh, just I love fire the Witcher games. Up. Read the books. Read the books. I played all the games. I've read all the books that are in the game. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of reading. So uh, suffice it to say, I do not consider myself Witcher expert on the lore. I don't believe I'm up to Mr. Cavill's level of lore knowledge. I know the Witcher. I'm going to tell you the first thing. Get the first thing wrong. How the conjunction of the spheres occurred. And that's basically the time and the period on this world, on the Witcher's world of continent. All the different races, humanoid races and the monsters came there. On this planet, we'll call it the Witcher planet, but just simplify it. On this Witcher planet, the actual predominant life form on the planet, the intelligent life on the planet, on this world, this realm, were gnomes and fucking dragons. There were no elves. Elves had their own planet. Dwarves had their own planet. I believe. I, I could be wrong, but I know that elves were not there. Elves were got there before humans. The elves arrived on the continent first. That's the landmass that the Witcher takes place on. The elves got there first. Humans arrived on the planet around the same time as monsters and everybody else did during the conjunction of spheres. They arrived on the continent like a few hundred years later, and they just basically wrecked shop because, you know, that's what fucking people do. It's basically rumored that the humans, predominantly from an Eastern European country, that's where they were pulled from. And uh, I believe 13th century, and they were just dropped into this wild world with monsters and other shit going down they arrive on a continent and the continent is full of shit that just will drive you insane vampires come from a completely separate world as well so you've got vampires dragons gnomes against elves demo liches kikimoras like all the horrors you can imagine popping up human mages created the witchers order of knights dedicated to fighting and combating these monsters so the human settlements can live that's the origin of the witchers I don't know what the fuck this shit was. A team, a band of diverse elves coming together to fight against a elven empire. And it seemed like this is a common theme in a lot of these fantasy shows lately that the multicultural aspect of it has kind of permeated into a lot of these fantasy shows. But... I'm going to correct you on that. You are correct. So they're getting wokeified with that stuff. But the diversity in that is different. In Game of Thrones... The black characters, Arabic characters, the Asian-looking characters all come from diverse regions. There's a place, a sub-Saharan region, where the darker-skinned African types would come from. In the new Game of Thrones prequel, The House of Dragons, the black Valerians, that house, his people come from another realm outside of old Valeria. 
they came from elsewhere and they just basically set up shop in their own lands. And as most immigrant families and cultures will do, pretty insular, maintain their own traditions and customs. I forget what race is called or what country they're called from, but they're basically all sailors. Like they're one of the best sailors in the sea. So it makes sense that Sea Snake would be would be from that region. So it it's explained in the Game of Thrones. But everything else, the Witcher, it's just not explained. And what's worse is that all the cultures are merged together. No way to differentiate one group of people are from versus another. You don't know if this one person is uh, from one country, except he says that he's from that country. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if, if someone's from mm. if someone's from England, you know they're, they're English because their accent. If you go far enough back to, like, the 13th century or, you know, 14th or 15th century, you would know people by the region, by their clothing. Again, their language, their weaponry, what they use, like, their gear, everything. It would all be different. In this case, it's all the same. They're just basically doing diversity for diversity's sake. It, it was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous. Well, so, I guess, uh, like, what does this do to the Witcher legacy? <laughs> um, it basically, they changed a lot of things. So, first of all, they changed the origin of the elves. They changed the origin of where the Witchers came from, created the first Witcher because one of the mages was bringing a uh, monster from another realm, from another dimension, serve as his bodyguard or whatever. They needed a way to kill it. These obelisks traveled to other dimensions, fast traveled to different places. They ended up being attacked by this monster. The monster gets killed when it tries to come over to their world. So they get the brilliant idea just off the cuff saying, we need to find a way to beat it. And well, the best way to beat it is by imbuing somebody with the monster's strength. And they're like, oh, you know what? We've got the dead carcass from that one monster that died that when it came over here, we could take its heart. And, and use that to give a warrior power to defeat that monster. And I'm just sitting there like, what the fuck? Who comes up with this kind of plan? And they literally came up with this plan like over tea. I'm not going to go too far into the story. Let's just say that the story was trash. The writing was trash. The damn directing, the art direction. Like, it looked like something. Um, do you remember Hercules, The Legendary Journeys yeah. with Kevin Sorbo? The set design and costume looked like that. It was piss poor, not good at all, not good at all. Like it looked like somebody yanked the budget, like at the last minute. Kind of come to the conclusion that writers of any show, not necessarily fantasy stuff, but writers of shows, basically writing shows for critics and not for the people watching it. I mean, not to knock on some diversity inclusion nonsense, because again, all that is just really just a scam made by BlackRock, garner more money capitalism based rather than diversity and inclusion but it just seems like a lot of these writers are writing for that byline in whatever variety entertainment weekly rather than for fans and then when you have situations like this where this is actually getting trashed by the critics as well <laughs> as being garbage because I mean just some of the things you said just kind of Remind me of that, but the critics are trashing the show. The fans are trashing the show. I guess Netflix has another two seasons. Season three still has Cavill in it, right? Season three has Cavill. Season four, I guess that was greenlit. I think they greenlit it after season two, but that was a mistake. And I'm going to tell you right now, I will watch it just to see how it does with Cavill in it. But if it goes the same trajectory as season two did, I'm probably just going to gloss over it like I was doing this show. 
And to your point, you're absolutely right. They've got people in here who are writing this stuff who generally don't have any real writing credits. They don't have any kind of writing credits at all. Like, I don't know where these people are coming from. Well, I mean, basically, it's just more or less friends of friends, and this is their big break. There's one article that says The Witcher Blood Origin receives Netflix's worst audience score of all time. Fans and critics are all saying the same thing about Witcher Blood Origin, that it's terrible. Definitely is something wrong with just this approach and maybe not respecting the source material enough to really understand it, which was Cavill's original beef, which is why he left. He had an issue with the writers. I guess maybe one or two of the writers came out and, and basically put out a story saying that Cavill was mean, rude, and disrespectful. Basically, he doesn't know what he's talking about because we're the writers. And like, even if you look at that Halo TV show, kind of the same approach where they're basically deviating from the source material. You already have something. I understand maybe you want to put your stamp on it, but you have something that's already established. This isn't like you picking up after season one of raw TV show and then shaping it into your vision. This is, in the case of Halo, decades worth. And in the case of The Witcher, the books come out during the 90s or something? What's that? The, the early 2000s. Early 2000s. So another decade's worth of, two decades worth of material into like whatever you're doing with this where you're just trying to turn it upside down. If I took Mamma Mia or the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants and then turned that into some strip club movie, people would be pissed off about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or like Grease or something. I turned Grease into whatever that Jennifer Lopez movie was about the strip club. <laughs> people would be pissed, you know, because I put some diverse characters in it because Netflix has an edict of we need to have this many faces on the screen. Somehow it involves my poor writing or silly approach to whatever was supposed to happen. But guess what? It was dumb. And you shouldn't have done it. <laughs> so I think at some point Netflix really needs to look at this. And like even that Wheel of Time show or the Rings of Power, like all these shows, someone just really needs to look at it and say, like, is it worth it? In the case of Amazon, they paid a boatload of money for the Lord of the Rings, I guess side stories, like the the prequel, like whatever it's supposed to be. But they pay a lot of money for that. So that's not going anywhere. But is it worth it? (laughs) I don't know how this stuff stops because they're getting these wins from the initial fan base reaction. It's like a bait and switch. So The Witcher season one was sold on Cavill being The Witcher. Because I remember the original promo was just him. Just him and his outfit, his costume mm. work. All shots of him. So you were sold on Cavill to start the show, and this is going to be it. And then you hear him talk, and he's like, yeah, I know all about this stuff. Play the games, read the books. I know all about this stuff. I'm ready for this. I've been training them and prepping for this for like 20 fucking years. Like, I'm ready for this shit. Like, let's do this. And he does it. Other than the weird time skips, every problem with The Witcher that anyone's ever had has always been with the production. It's been with the writing. It's been with the production, their overarching storylines and shit. That's where the problems were. It was never the acting. It was never with Cavill. It was never with their decisions in that regards that. Looking right here, and I'm looking at the writing credits for some of these shows. And I'm like, these people, they haven't done shit. Man, I can see if you they were coming from nothing. another fancy property or something, science fiction property, into this. It just seems like some of these people are just friends of friends and then 
somehow you wind up having six, eight writers on a TV show. The Witcher Blood Origin was written by this woman named Tasha Huo. Looks like the showrunner for the Tomb Raider TV series. Oh, God, that's going to be terrible. Red Sonja. That's probably never coming out. <laughs> and something called Black Bell. And it looks like she's also involved trying to get uh, several other comic book properties up and running. Uh, the Darkness. Yeah, And I'm sitting there like, what? Like, these are all properties. I'm just going to say it. Just like a Nicholas Sparks movie isn't just generally geared towards the male audience. Yeah. Tomb Raider is something that was meant to... Uh, well, well it, it at some point during the press tour, it was like, we're going to bring a new sense of vibrancy and and agency and stuff like that it's yeah. like the dude who created red sonia it was written for the I mean, it, it was, was offshoot of, it was offshoot of conan the barbarian and that movie didn't do well so it's like now you're reaching back to the 80s of failed properties acting like you can do something with it in another fantasy setting what kind of nonsense is that and they're flat out wokeifying it it's like what the hell and again like some of the approaches to some of these shows, and you were talking about kind of like the promo stuff for the first season of The Witcher, and mm-hmm. then it just seemed like people were talking about there were some other characters where it really started to focus on those other characters. It's, yeah, it's yeah, like if I go, theory. it's like if I go to see the next Mission Impossible movie with Tom Cruise in it, and then it's not suddenly about Tom Cruise. <laughs> I'm not gonna be happy. I'm, yeah, I'm there to watch Tom Cruise. I mean, I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, but all the promotion and advertising shows Tom Cruise on all these stunts and jumping out of planes and helicopters and riding motorcycles off of cliffs. What I see on screen is like maybe 30 seconds. <laughs> what I hate the most is that any kind of criticism we give, especially me, when I give a criticism of this, it falls back to you and I feel like I am part of that gatekeeping it and i'm not it's fine come in and do this stuff well, let's say warner brothers hires us mm-hmm. say they hired the beast game they say we heard y'all podcast you know everything you heard you got to say i want you to write a script for a new justice league and we race swap every character in there instead of wonder woman princess diana you get nubia who's the current flavor of the month Zendaya. Uh, <laughs> like, like no no i'm talking about in terms of like you know who we would want to see on the screen wearing something bad um all right yeah whatever let's let's say we cast zendaya as the new wonder woman swap it up and and lead for batman say you know what you know not enough native american representation get some of our our native american brothers in there that dude guy's gonna be the flash powers come from the earth the speed force is something passed down from his ancestors. It is the same way. It is the same level of disrespect. There is a reason why a lot of these characters and properties are white and that they're popular like that. Because let's face it, the Western audience is predominantly fucking white men devour this content. A lot of other people, diverse group of people actually like it as well. So it's it's not a it's not a bad thing. Mix it up. But it's a crime when you mix it up and you break something just for the sake of breaking it because you think it's a problem it's diversity that doesn't need to happen and it's being written in so piss poorly i'll bring it back up again house of the dragon was touted as going to address a lot of the problems that people had with game of thrones diversity was a big problem female representation the representation of women and their storylines 
instead of having these women being the villains, the big bads and everything, they want to show women as more complex characters. So House of Dragon season one showed that you had complex, emotional characters who operated in that specific space. You had diversity in, in there and it was diversity that made sense. That was that made logical sense. You had you had well-written, well-scripted event storylines. They had a reduced budget. But with that budget, they made the world seem like lived in, rich. That's how you handle that. And mainly you go back to the showrunners. The showrunners have a respect and a reverence for the source material. And they were given their marching orders. We need to address some of these problems. They were like, fine, we can do that. We're going to make these queens. They're not going to be necessarily good. They're not going to be bad. They're going to be complex individuals, complex characters who have got their own motivations. And the audience is going to pick and choose who they're going to root for. But the whole storyline is going to be phenomenal. I don't know what that was happening there, dude. But, but the Witch of Blood origin, the rumors, what people are saying are is actually accurate. Like, it's kind of fucking killed the series for me. Like, I was going to go back and watch the first Witcher season. And I can't really look at that shit. And Cavill was right to leave. When he was leaving after that second season, or at least it was announced that he's leaving after the third season. So the second season mm-hmm. had already completed. That means that third season is trash. Third season must be a horrible and, trash. And again, because he's beefing with the writers and producers of the show, and he has some level of stardom, gravitas, that I think Liam Hemsworth was supposed to pick up the character girl. Oh, I feel bad for him. I don't see that lasting that long. That uh, Like, whatever that fourth season is, might be the last, last. season. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If it actually happens. <laughs> Because if this doesn't kill the series, and then I, mean, I assume that the third season has either filmed, wrapped, or is it's like... wrapped. They finished it because he announced his departure, wrapped and wrapped, and he actually told them he was done. They told him to sit on it until they found the replacement, and then they announced Blood Origin. He announced his departure from it. So his timeline, it looked like he was trying to force DC to make a decision. Well, at least he uses leverage against the Witcher. It was like, hey, well, look, I got something else to do. Peace out. <laughs> so maybe you might get James Bond now. I don't know. Like, he's free. Free to do anything he wants. Uh, apparently, they want to use a younger James Bond. Like, they keep... Well, Henry Cavill is... Bond series is going to take, like, 10 years. They want 10, 15 years with an actor. And it's like, Why? I mean, I would assume James Bond, 30-ish. Well, they've already done the young James Bond. That's the thing. Like, when Daniel Craig came in, he was just starting out as James Bond. They're going to redo that whole stick again? Like, that doesn't make sense. Like, nah, it's best you just pick it up and just roll with it. Yeah, but Keith, what score would you give the Witcher season of the Witch? <laughs> um, <laughs> Blood, Witcher, Origins? Blood Origin. I'm going to give that shit a flat-out, robust one. And... They and had somebody that loves dragons species. and fancy stuff. As uh, they weren't even it. dragons in it. There was some weird, like, insect demon thing. It was stupid as fuck. And it looked like somebody made it a MacBook. It was trash. Some of the fight scenes were good, but, like, they had that one black girl. She didn't know how to fight. She's just kind of holding her, like, blades all hunched over. It, it, she looked ridiculous. Main character, he's rolling around with an axe, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? You know, they got clan tattoos that show that what clan they are, they're part of, but they all speak with a British or Scottish or Irish accent. So it's it's just ridiculous, dude. Like, trash, 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 and trash. I get a shit. One, don't watch it. It's garbage. 
at the end of the day, I was just like brutally disappointed in what they did. They fucking ruined The Witcher. Pretty sure they're going to ruin like One Piece and all the other shit that they're going to roll out here. I think Netflix needs to chill on acquiring some of these properties. And it used to be a point to where seeing something on the big screen meant a lot. And like now it just means nothing. It just means dollar signs for whoever owns the property. And they're using it as leverage against the fans because what are you going to do? Because mm-hmm. we own it. Exactly. 